Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. As I continue my attempts to preview the 2020 Major League Baseball season, I'm now looking into prospects that might have Dynasty League value in the next couple of seasons. I tend to use a one- or two-year timeline for keeper leagues because, depending on how many minor leaguers you're allowed to keep, it can be a big ask to wait for four or five years for a player not just to reach the Major League, but to get into a place where they can make a positive contribution, enough that it matters for you as a fantasy owner. So, when it comes to prospects, we're generally scouting by the numbers, and scouting reports. Fortunately, there are many lists of top prospects. MLB.com, Baseball America, Baseball Prospectus, and Keith Law for the Athletic. That's a good starting point. Uh, And I've touched on some principles in previous podcasts. Uh, Here are a few general strategies that I have related to picking prospects for fantasy baseball. First, I don't care about fielding or at least I don't care about it, any more than how it relates to whether the player will get playing time or not. When it comes to hitters, production obviously matters. I don't like investing in someone whose bat is a maybe. Uh, Walk-to-strikeout ratio for hitters and strikeout-to-walk ratio for pitchers are both decent indicators uh, of approach and whether a player is overmatched at their current level. It's hard to project future success if those ratios show potential trouble. Generally, it's more difficult for a rookie pitcher to be an impact performer. So my tendency leans towards hitters that are within a year or two of the big leagues. That doesn't come with any guarantees, and sometimes the market will move in a different direction. But, generally, that's how I tend to focus on Dynasty League prospects. One more factor that I take into account is age relative to level of play. Obviously, younger is better. More upside, greater potential for the future. But if a 19-year-old hits a bit of a roadblock at AA, that's not as concerning as a 24-year-old who has been in AA for a couple of seasons. Keep in mind, the value of prospects also isn't limited to what they can do statistically for your team. They can be a valuable trade chip, so don't fall in love with your prospects, especially if you're a contender and could use immediate help to get over the hump. A reminder, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. So, today we will continue looking at more Dynasty League prospects shifting to the National League East, and starting with the World Series champs, the Washington Nationals. Third baseman Carter Kiboom was a first-round pick in 2016, but the 22-year-old hit 128 in 43 plate appearances for the Nationals last season, but, and it has shown he can hit in the minors. He hit 303 with a 902 OPS at AAA last season. His power might be more typical of a middle infielder, and he could end up at second base too, but Kiboom doesn't run a whole lot either. Uh, so he, he may ultimately provide some fantasy value, but there are some legit questions around that too, whether he has enough power for a corner spot, and he certainly doesn't run enough to handle a, a middle infield spot, at least in an ideal fashion. So Carter Keboom's a good prospect for the Nats, but comes with some questions for fantasy owners. Uh, middle infielder Luis Garcia is a 19-year-old that spent all of last season in double-A. He didn't accomplish much, hit, hit 257 with a 617 OPS. But the year before, he hit 298 in two levels of A-ball. So I'm still skeptical that his bat will make a difference for a fantasy owner, but something to, it's worth keeping in mind because he's young and, and already up at double A. Uh, if it takes him a few years to, to get the bat up to speed, then uh, maybe there's still something there. I just don't know that I'm ready to uh, invest in that kind of bat uh, for Dynasty Leagues right now. One more for the Nationals is right-handed pitcher Jackson Rutledge. First-round pick last summer, Rutledge got into 37 and a third innings of pro ball and finished with a 3.13 ERA and 0.99 whip with 39 strikeouts. He's 6'8", 250 pounds, so he cuts an imposing figure on the mound. 
but it's going to be at least a couple of years, at least before he's in a big league rotation. Next, we're going to New York to check in on the Mets prospects. I'm Scott Cullen, and Locked On Fantasy Baseball continues looking at National League East prospects, and we're moving on to New York with the Mets. Shortstop Ronnie Maurizio is the top prospect. He's just 19, playing well above his age in A ball for a full season in 2019, but he hit 268 with a 665 OPS. The tools are there for Maurizio to accomplish big things. If you have room to stash a player and wait, maybe he makes sense. But if you're looking at a timeline over the next couple of seasons, he probably isn't going to be the one for you. Another shortstop, 21-year-old Andres Jimenez, can run a bit, stealing 66 bases in the past two seasons, but he was also caught 30 times. He's hit 257 with a 697 OPS in 154 games at AA. He could make the, the league, but might do it more because of his glove than his bat. And for fantasy owners, what's the point? Left-handed pitcher Thomas Sabuki. In his first season back from Tommy John surgery, the 23-year-old Southpaw moved through three levels of the Mets organization, posting a 2.63 ERA, 1.22 whip, and 72 strikeouts in 61 and two-thirds innings. This season would have been a big one for Sapuki in terms of showing that he could still maintain those numbers over a larger sample size. 18-year-old catcher Francisco Alvarez has a ton of upside because he can seriously hit, hitting 312 with a 916 OPS in 42 rookie league games. Trouble is, for as promising as Alvarez is, he has to be several years away from the major leagues, and it would require some massive patience for a fantasy owner to grab him now with an eye towards 2023 or 2024. The Philadelphia Phillies have some quality talent on the way. Third baseman Alex Bohm was the third pick in the 2018 draft. He played at three levels in the Phillies system last season, hitting 21 home runs with a 305 batting average and 896 OPS. He's probably knocking on the door at some point in 2020 if this was a normal season. It's not, so it might take another year, but Bohm seems to be uh, one of the prospects who will be playing in Philadelphia sooner rather than later. Right-handed pitcher Spencer Howard is another one. Second-round pick in 2017, Howard pitched a total of 71 innings last season due to some shoulder fatigue. But he was dominant, fishing with a 2.03 ERA, 0.83 whip, and 94 strikeouts in those 71 innings. This season would have been a prime opportunity for Howard to build up his workload because he throws in the high 90s and is going to be major league ready soon. Shortstop Bryson Stott is a 22-year-old who was a first-round pick last summer. He hit well in the New York Penn League, hitting 274 with an 816 OPS there in 44 games. But he should have been able to hit there. That's a relatively low, low level for a 22-year-old. Uh, the question is going to be how quickly Stott can jump through the organization this season. Given the state of this season, that puts the whole development track back another year, most likely. 20-year-old right-handed pitcher Francisco Morales was just 1-8 in A-ball last season, but he also struck out 129 in 96 and two-thirds innings. He's still a few years away, maybe too far away to get excited about in dynasty leagues, but he's probably worth having on your radar. The Atlanta Braves have a strong crop of prospects, starting with outfielder Christian Pache, 21-year-old outfielder who hit 277 with an 802 OPS, adding 12 home runs and stealing 11 bases between double and triple A. And he's still improving his offense. Defensively, he's already a blue chipper, so he has a chance to be a star in center field when he arrives in the majors. Another outfielder for the Braves is Drew Waters. Drafted in the second round in 2017, Waters also split last season between double and triple A, hitting 309 with an 819 OPS. He has stolen 39 bases in the past two minor league seasons, but he hasn't shown a lot of power in the minor leagues. 
The third pick in the 2016 draft, right-handed pitcher Ian Anderson, struggled in a handful of starts at AAA last season, which shows that more seasoning is probably required. But at AA, he had a 2.68 ERA and a 1.16 whip, with 147 strikeouts in 111 innings. Right-handed pitchers Kyle Wright and Bryce Wilson have both struggled in their brief showings in the major leagues, but they're not that far off either. Obviously, Anderson would be the prospect to get if you're looking for a Braves pitcher, but Wright and Wilson are, are going to have a chance to make that rotation at some point too. As always, with teams that aren't that good right now, opportunity will exist for prospects in, in the Miami Marlins organization. They'll have a better chance to make the pros in the next couple of seasons compared to some other teams. We'll start with right-handed pitcher Sixto Sanchez. Acquired in the JT Real Muto deal, Sanchez has high-end potential tied to a fastball that can hit triple digits. In 20 starts last season, he had a 2.76 ERA and 1.07 whip, with 103 strikeouts in 114 innings. Outfielder J.J. Blade was drafted fourth overall in 2019. He was a power source at Vanderbilt and has played 38 games in high-A ball. There's still some uncertainty about Blade's path, so keep that in mind when looking at that power upside. But, given how much he hit at Vanderbilt, he has to be a, of some interest uh, as a Dynasty League prospect. Shortstop Jazz Chisholm was picked up in the deal that sent pitcher Zach Gallon to Arizona. And Chisholm struggled at AA last season, but improved after joining the Marlins organization. And the year before, he hit 25 home runs and had an 842 OPS. So this still relies on projection, considering his performance last year, but the 22-year-old's high ceiling is probably worth adding. Right-handed pitcher Edward Cabrera, 22-year-old, jumped forward last season, finishing with a 2.23 ERA and 0.99 whip in 96 and two-thirds innings. He's probably a couple years away, but he's a couple years away from potentially being something, which wasn't necessarily the case heading into 2019. Left-handed pitcher Braxton Garrett is back from elbow surgery, and he was solid in 2019. 2020 would have been a valuable season for him to get further away from that injury, but he remains a name to keep an eye on. As, I, as noted before, the Marlins have uh, quite a few prospects that are closing in on, on spots in the major leagues, and they will have some openings. Uh, if you just look at what we've talked about today, they've got like three pitchers and a couple of position players, and all of them are probably going to compete for spots in the next couple of years. So that will cover the National League East. I'll keep this trainer rolling when I'm back in a couple of days with Dynasty Prospects in the National League Central. Send, send me some questions. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore FantasyMLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.